Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. This is Kentucky Roll Call here on oh, Big X Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. It is July 29th, 2022. Last July show. I think you can make uh, make the case that the... What did I what did I say, Justin? It was the worst three month stretch of the year is June, July, and August. So two down after today's show, one to go. So we're getting there. We're getting closer to the the, the sports season. Isn't August? Shouldn't you like August? So you just mean weather wise, June, July, August. But August is a great month because that's when sports start firing back up. We get back into the swing of things in in terms of athletic, in terms of the athletic world. So. You should like August. Maybe you should move it to May, June, July. Uh, May's got Derby, and that's, that's much true. better than high school football starting. No, it, it does get started in August, and I always love with sports, and I'm guilty as anybody else is doing it. The, like, 16 signs of, well, you know, football season. That means football season's here. That means football season's here. Sometimes you get it when the players arrive on campus to start the new year. Sometimes you get it at the conference media day. Sometimes you get it at the specific team media day, which I think is what a week. Roush told us is a week from today or a week from Wednesday or a week from Wednesday. So five days. I don't know. He mentioned it. I wasn't totally paying attention on it, but some people say that's the start of the season. The first fall practice at the end of the day. You know it's actually there when you're actually there. When it's game numero uno, it's the opening kickoff. That's when you start. And that's, unfortunately, for UK, not in August. But uh, it'll be a fine month. I I would just prefer when there's actual – not the build-up per se. Uh, Some people hate August the most because it's like you've – you drudge through the whole summer. You're so close you can almost smell it. I mean, you can quite literally smell it when you drive past a freshly cut field. It, uh, the smells are great in August. I'll, I'll give August that. But you're so close yet so far away, Justin. And this year, you're going to get the Bahamas trip, which is going to help. And 
uh, that that will break up some of the It'll be a nice appetizer, I should say. But no, it, it is the worst three month stretch of the year. I don't think all that's that's very debatable, to be honest with you. I I love June and July, but I August is the month that I start turning because I realize I'm starting to realize, oh, summer is is going away. And that means golf is going away. But we still got two, three months of good golf weather when, when the calendar turns August, so Maybe I shouldn't, oh. shouldn't have that mindset. A lot of people would say September and October are the best golf months of the year. Feels the best. Many, many people are saying. By the way, Nick Roush out. He texted us about an hour ago, a little over an hour ago, and said that he's not feeling well under under the weather. Not sure if this is just a Friday, play hooky, get an early jump on the weekend. Justin, I think the real test will be, is does he go to Ohio? That's true. Yeah. Because that was supposed to happen this weekend. Also, he was not the only one that stiffed us this morning. I got a text from intern Jacob last night saying, hey, I'm good to go for tomorrow. I was like, awesome. Keep that on the DL. I'll just send you the invite code. So then I wake up this morning and I have that text from Roush. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, we'll be fine. We've got intern Jacob coming in as well. Then he texted me and he said he lost one of his cords for his setup. So he has to run to Best Buy and get a new one. So he will not be joining today either. A cord for what? I guess his the cord he uses for his mic or it was one of the I cords mean, he uses for his setup to join. He lost the excuses people make. <laughs> As a society, we've gotten so accustomed to accepting just the worst of the worst excuses, right? And and we need and they need to be called out. Everybody needs to do their part in calling out terrible excuses. You may say, "Well, that makes you like just let it be, just move on." Who cares if he can't if it if it, whether it's a court or not a court he's not there it, no it, you should live your life I agree I should live my life I'm not going to get worked up about it but in order to call out the bad excuses Justin we'll get more personal accountability and honesty amongst folks and I think that's most important so if Jacob was just like hey last night I was I was on my second Corona. I wasn't thinking clearly. <laughs> I shot that text. I, I'm just too tired. I'm coming. I'm still coming off vacation. I, I I change of heart. I won't be able to make it. I'm going to sleep in if you all don't mind. Fine, hey, fine by us. We'd have a good laugh at it on the show. But the honesty would go a long way. The forgetting a cord. Give me a break. See, I guess I'm just too trusting of a person, and that's kind of how I've been my whole life because I. I took both of their excuses this morning to heart, and I was like, yeah, that's, that sounds legit. I don't, I'm not the type of person that's ever going to question excuses, you know? Again, you know, the, again, the excuse doesn't so much matter. If somebody doesn't want to do something, then just say you don't want to do say it. That. Sure. Just say you don't want to do it. And I'm not, I'm not so much pointing it at Roush. Uh, what, what he said, he's, he's got lesions? Lesions. So, like that, you know, they do say that people so there's like you know there's tricks to tell you when somebody's lying one they'll look up though they don't when you're remembering something you know the vast majority of people will look down that's just it's a human trait for whatever reason when you're trying to go back into the back of your mind you look down but when you're making something up you look up so that's one trick we didn't get to see anybody's eyes this morning justin unfortunately sure. so we didn't sure. have that another trait is you add a lot of details. So Roush could be hinting on that one, although that's specific enough where I'm just going I'm I'm just gonna believe him. You yeah, know, I mean that's 
that's even not if, something that you want to ask further questions about. No, of course not. And if and if he is lying about it, he he was bold enough to take a chance by being awfully specific, borderline TMI, and it pays off because we're not questioning. You, know, you feel better, Roush, right? That's what we told him. Right. But with intern Jacob, worst case scenario, he could have just put in a pair of headphones into his computer. And it would have sounded no worse than me. Maybe. Yeah. It might have been worth a shot. Maybe it's his computer cord that he lost. I don't know. He didn't he didn't specify on a cord. He wasn't as specific as Roush. And in this case, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily pay off. Here's here's my thing though. When it comes to making up excuses just because you don't want to do something and you gotta bank on people believing you, it is my personal belief that in time, karma will come back and give those people what they deserve, if they are indeed lying in, in, in whatever situation it is. So you're a big karma believer. Big, huge karma guy, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't I, – I think I've – I think there's very old jerks who I – if there was such thing as karma, Justin, you feel like they would they would have had theirs. That's true, but I mean, you you don't know what they've been through. Maybe they have had their karma, just in a in a way you didn't expect. I don't know. They seem pretty chipper. A lot of them <laughs> seem pretty chipper. So we're gonna talk sports today. Although it'd be a great day for the Thornton Sex Line. It's always a great day yeah. to pop into a Thornton's five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's Sex Line. The Thornton's gas stations are what you see on the corner at most intersections. It seems like in Louisville, they've got cheap gas, great eats. And they're giving away $10,000 each and every week. Yep, you heard that right. The Summer Cash Bash continues. It rolls along until the first week of September. And then the first week of September, they're giving away a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. So uh, download that Thornton's app, sign up, and check out all their great deals. And then text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. It's uh, a roushless day. So some of the... Some of his shenanigans, yeah, we're going to need the text line to to make up for it. So, hey, by the way, TJ, had the best Thornton's experience of my life yesterday. Whoa, I know you've had so many great ones. What's up with this one from the pack? So, for whatever reason, the sausage, egg, and cheese croissant that I got yesterday was off the chain. I mean, they're always super good, but this one had, like, melted cheese on it. There was just something different about it. So, I'm already feeling good. Go up to the counter and I'm ring she's ringing it all up looks at me you got a free 30 or 28 ounce Gatorade you want to grab that today yeah sure why not grab some gas 10 cents off I mean I, I just can't ask for anything better wow all that money I saved wow they give you the VIP treatment but you're that's just right. regular old scoots out there that's, that's how it. they treat that's how they treat everybody at Thornton's did you tell them no thank you Gatorades are disgusting do you have any power aids available I did not. So oh, I, I did. I did take them up on the Gatorade. I like Gatorade, the zeros. I don't. I can't do the regular Gatorade. But yeah, oh. I, I've been trying to drink more water, so it was tempting to turn it down. Hey, Gatorade is a, a step. That's a good cousin of water. It, it is. Yeah. So that's better than Red Bulls or Mountain Dew or Big Red, whatever you normally drink. Yeah, you know, and I've really uh, subconsciously I have cut out the sodas for the most part in my life the last two, three weeks. I don't, I don't know the last time I had a soda. Wow. That's great. That's the good, good for you. Scoots. Happy, happy to hear it. Uh, but just more water. 
the yeah. more more water. Uh, I don't. I bet the courses are probably soaked, but it's going to be a really nice weather day today, Scoots. But you won't be able to golf for a week. Oh, I don't. That's not true. I mean, it's it's outrageous. Hey, by the way, so I went down um, to Jeffersonville on the river last night, and I was taking, I was driving down the river road, whatever that road's called. The amount of Ford trucks and expeditions and all that that are over there, I I got to thinking, if Louisville would have got that ten inches that they got in wherever Harland or where wherever it was in Kentucky, Eastern was it Eastern Kentucky? It is Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky. Yeah. If, if Louisville would have got all that rain, Ford would have lost so many vehicles that are sitting right on the river. All the river would have had to do is come up three feet, and they're they're done. Well, uh, I think we're happy that that didn't happen. No but it's a good it's a good segue to just giving our thoughts and prayers, which uh, that may may make a difference to some folks may not they're going to need actual resources as well uh to the people in eastern kentucky it's just pure devastation in that part i know we've got several listeners that i know of i'm sure there's probably plenty that don't text in or or, or maybe aren't as vocal or active members of the facebook page or whatever else uh, all the other stuff we've got going on but we're whether you listen you don't listen we're thinking about all of you all and it's Part of Kentucky. It was Western Kentucky not long ago. Now it's the eastern part of the state, and they're going to need a lot of help. It's going to be a long, most likely slow rebuild. But we're here for you, and uh, I'll be I'll be certainly willing to help out. I know. I think the governor has a link out there. I'm going to retweet that, uh, and then I know John Calipari and UK. They're working on some stuff as well. So it's uh. It's a really bad situation, and they're 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 just going to need you, whether you're Kentuckian or not a Kentuckian. Got to all come together and help out these folks in Eastern Kentucky because the pictures out there, Justin. Yeah, they're uh, holy smoke. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's pretty wild to it, see. It would be like a week of rain with how much water they've got. It was a yeah. day. Yeah, and it, it's hard to believe. I, I felt the same way when I was looking up at the pictures of St. Louis. It just it's heartbreaking that that much water can fall that fast and just change people's lives with a snap of a finger. But um, I mean, and then Eastern Kentucky last night they got more storms that rolled through. So hopefully the weather gets out of here, lets that place dry up a little bit, so they can start the rebuild. Man, yeah, and that's that's what a lot of people down there are saying. It's like we can't even really get a grasp on what we're going to need. Or what's lost because it's still raining. It's still it's still happening, and I think there's going to be a break in the weather today, um, and and maybe for the weekend. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I haven't looked into it fully, but let's hope that that's the case, and let's hope that they can get a break and start evaluating. I know that there's already been uh, a, a good deal of loss of life, which is you can always replace and you can always rebuild, but you can't bring somebody back. So that's most important, and that's heartbreaking, and obviously thinking about all those that are impacted. We, it happens all the time, Justin, where it's it just like we 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 get these reminders, whether it's a natural disaster or it's just uh, something human created, that somebody's life can just change in the blink of an eye. You can yep. be worried about the silliest, most trivial things in your life. And then just like that, you're worried about where you're going to get your next meal or you could worry about where you're going to lay your head at night. And it, I think a lot of people that it hasn't happened to, and I'm sure, you know, I'm trying to think of 
I don't know if there's been any natural disasters that have impacted our family. I don't, I, I, it's probably something that you wouldn't have to think about if it had happened. So I, I'm lucky enough to know that we haven't really been impacted, but when it hits so close to home, it, it really makes you kind of feel lucky that it hasn't happened to you. Yeah. And it should be a good reminder that even if it hasn't, it could just as easily as it was Western Kentucky with the tornadoes had been Jefferson County and the, in the surrounding uh, areas of Louisville and, Louisville has had their fair share of flooding as well. And this time it wasn't Louisville, it was Eastern Kentucky. But it's good reminders that it can really hit close to home. It can be you. It can be people you know. It can be people you care about. It can be family. It can be friends. And when that stuff happens, I think it's important just to uh, have some perspective, first and foremost. But secondly, just help. Help out when you can. Because if it were you, you'd want these people to, to be thinking of you. So we're thinking about you, Eastern Kentucky. And once we get a good idea of exactly what you all need and what we can do, we'll, we'll be sure to do it. I, I know there was a lot of Kentuckians yesterday that sprung to action and just traveled down there, whether or not they had a boat or just wanting to help. And I, I just think those people are, are, are stand-up folks, heroes to some extent. So appreciate those people that did that. Those that aren't able to just get in a car and drive down there, uh, again, hope that whether it's with materials or financially, you're going to be able to support. I know that the state will step up in a big way because it always does. So uh, we're thinking about you all and just stinks. I mean, just like, you know, three days ago, things were normal. Now you've got thousands that are going to be displaced. I'm hoping this is not a distasteful comparison, but when situations like this happen, you got to realize just how blessed you are and how good you have it. I compare that to being a Kentucky basketball fan. Like everybody else is dealing with tragedies, natural disasters. Kentucky basketball is just sitting in the sunshine, 75 degrees. So just, just realize how good you have it, Kentucky oh. fans. And if you have never been affected by any of this, realize how good you have it in that aspect as well. Uh, you always love the when something is, is prefaced with, I don't know if this is insensitive or I don't know if people are going to get worked up. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a horrible, horrible comparison, Justin, uh, your heart's in the right place though. And that's what's most important. Um, <laughs> this is, let's just take this time of a mix between serious radio and just your regular KRC goofiness to reset, take a break. We'll come back. We need to, uh, you know, I mentioned John Calipari and UK basketball. They just kind of did a mini tour of the state to continue to help the folks in Western Kentucky. Well, you may need to load up the buses again and get back out there and raise some come money. Come on back to the Kroger. Exactly. Come on back to the Kentucky roll call, too, to promote True. Sure. Most importantly, I, I know that Cal and those folks are going to do something good for Eastern Kentucky. They always step up when, when people in the state need it. Uh, but – like I said, we're going to try to get back to more goofiness and sports-related topic. A really interesting tweet from John Calipari yesterday. So when we come back, Ooh. we'll speculate wildly about what that tweet could mean. It's a good time. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. We'll be right back. And what you gonna do? When Kentucky Roll Call, Walker and Roush, run wild on you. 
Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker and Justin Kalen today. Nick Roush not feeling well. Intern Jacob has, who nobody really, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody, nobody. I, but, you know, to be fair, he, he should have just never said anything to you, huh? Like, because we all true. thought he'd be out today. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, yeah. I mean, just get your... Get your equipment together last night. Make sure you got it all. Although, he was on vacation, so I don't know how he could have lost a cord. It's not like he took his stuff with him, you know? It's a great, another astute observation. Just not really adding up for the for the intern. So, uh, we'll, we'll have to review the situation over the weekend. And uh, we'll... we'll Might have we an have, HR claim. If we have to make any sort of decisions about the future, then we'll, we'll <laughs> let that be known. On Monday, get your text into the Thornton's text line 502 414 1450 and head on over to shadyrace.com for the widest selection of quality sunglasses at a fair price. I think is the right way to say that because some sunglasses, while they look cool, you look at the price tag on them, you're like, holy smokes, I can't pay that much for sunglasses. Shady Rays, they make them affordable. They offer a replacement guarantee. If you lose them, you break them. You just want another pair of them. You can file, file, quote unquote. You can go, you can click a few buttons on a link and get a new pair sent to you, paying just a very small processing fee, not anything close to initial price. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a heck of a company, and they're doing a lot of really cool things. They're each time you buy a pair, they're helping feed kids, hungry folks in America. And what else do they do? They do so many sweet things. They've got the, you can also just try them for 30 days. You don't like them. Or if you just want to buy like a a nice pair and wear them for like a special occasion, they're doing a money back guarantee after 30 days. Justin, they do it all. Yeah. You're you're not going to need your money back after 30 days though. Hey, by the way, I have a bone to pick with you regarding Shady Rays. One day this week, I believe it was Wednesday, you made the statement that it is the only one of the only days of the year that you can go without your shady rays. So what do I do? I drive to work, leave my shady rays sitting on the counter at home. Lo and behold, I go to take my break about three thirty, four o'clock that day, and it is sunny as all get out outside. So I had to wear my crappy sunglasses, and let me tell you, they are just not the same as my awesome shady rays. Well, you should keep your shady rays on you, and you should always have backup pairs, especially with the replacement get replacement pair guarantee that's that's a fair comment because i do need a backup pair just i just need to get rid of the crappy sunglasses altogether get them out of here one thing i do with our advertisers on big x is i use them i I, we joke about it on the show but it's true like if nobody else if you sponsor with kentucky roll call if nothing else you're at least getting one customer in me and also when i'm doing ad reads i like to be I like to be able to not just be BSing, so I know what I'm talking about. So I've I've done the replacement pair process. I've I've navigated their website. It is all so easy. It it, it is it 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 sounds as good as it really is. You don't always get that sometimes in advertising, but in this case, the process is just so so simple. It's a sweet deal. I, I won't buy sunglasses. Anywhere else besides ShadyRays.com and use that promo code BIGX for 25% off your order. That's a, that's a nice little perk as well. Yeah, All right, so 
we we're going to get your texts in, keep them coming. It's going to be a slow day. 502-414-1450. So if you got something to say or you want us to spend more time on a text, today would be a good day to do it. But there was a little piece of information last night because John Calipari tweeted, really inter- interesting scheduling opportunity if no roadblocks. That's what he tweeted? That's what he that's that's the tweet, Justin. What do you make of that? One more time for me. Really interesting scheduling opportunity if no roadblocks. Hmm. That to me sounds like maybe he has an opportunity to play some some big fish, but I would think that with the second part of that would maybe be during conference season. That that could potentially be the roadblock in the situation. Okay, I'm glad you added like at least something original. I thought you were just gonna be like, hmm, it seems like he's maybe got an opportunity <laughs> to play a quality opponent, but slightly concerned that it won't work out because of scheduling. Just rephrasing the tweet in its entirety. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you added something original. I, I don't know about the conference bit. I think that's taking some leaps and bounds, but I like that you're well, I like well, that you're thinking, I like that the brain's working. What would the roadblocks be? That's that's the part that I'm like, huh? Uh, the roadblocks would probably just be if we can sign off on it. If the if if uh, our gym is open that day, if if their gym's open that day, whatever it may be, it's probably just it. It's probably he's probably doing. They're probably scheduling somebody. Is my guess. I don't Here's, think. He, I don't think. He, he, I, I I would say that like that tweet probably means whatever they're doing is ninety eight percent confirmed. Here's the deal, though. They already play pretty well all the big fish right now i mean they play duke north carolina kansas i mean who 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 could be added into that to beef the schedule they they do not play duke or north carolina this season oh that's just a rotating thing got it yeah they will play ucla and uh michigan state do they have an opportunity to add duke or north carolina on the yearly you know, a hot take I have is not a hot take at all. Actually, that the that the champion I always bring up that Ohio State being in the CBS Sports Classic is a joke, and they just need to disband the CBS Sports Classic. And really, UCLA, while they've had plenty of success, they just their fans don't show up for it, so it's silly. And I've always said, get rid of it. I still feel that way. Um, they're not though. It's been like renewed through 2023 or 2024. We got to start talking about Michigan State and the Champions Classic because, with one exception, the 2013-2014 year, I, I've never been excited about UK's matchup with Michigan State in the Champions Classic. Just that one year, and that was more just. I think Michigan State was like preseason one or preseason two, so that was all nice. But it was UK's freshman. You wanted to see what they were going to look like. Kentucky didn't play particularly well in that game. Julius Randle took over late. Made UK made one charge, made it kind of interesting, but Michigan State still went on to win. But besides that, the other years they're always so such forgettable games. It it it's never it just never seems like it's a good year to play Michigan State in the Champions Classic, which means. Do you do you remove the Spartans? And I will say Michigan State fans at least do show up. I've always had pleasant encounters with Michigan State fans. Uh, they, they again they do they do show up in decent decent numbers, but may need to reconsider them in in, in the Champions Classic as well. Uh, they they never will. They don't listen to old TJ when it comes to these matters. But it's still it's it's still something that kind of 
is bothersome. If you were playing Kansas this year in the Champions Classic, it's, hey, you got the defending national champs. UK, Kansas, always a good time. The Cats will see them later in the season, so that's fine. Then, obviously, the Duke matchups are always great. And so sick of losing the Duke that I just want to keep playing them because eventually Kentucky will beat them, and that's going to be great, especially this season. I think they would have, but uh, probably should have made it a better game last year, all things considered. So Michigan State, suck it. That's the long and short of it, Justin. What if the tweet is referencing the Champions Classic and all three of the coaches got together to kick Michigan State out, but they're right. waiting on approval from the Champions Classic board? Well, I had the hot take that like you, there there should there should be relegation in the Champions Classic, and Ooh, there, should like releg- there should be relegation in the CBS Sports Classic. I had that take earlier in the spring, where it was like once the Champions Classic team wins the national championship whichever team is furthest removed from their championship just gets the boot. Like, you're out. See you later. And so this case, it'll never be in these tournaments. So in this case, it'd be Michigan State's out. But that being said, UK would be the next team on the chopping block unless they can get a national championship. Uh, in which case, so yeah, it, it's uh, I'm all for getting fun with the scheduling. It seems like Calipari, I don't think he'd do this and then come back later and be like, yeah, sorry, it didn't work out just because people would lose their minds. Anybody's looking not anybody, but there's that portion of the fan base, you know what portion I'm talking about, that's just looking to jump on anything that he says. So I don't think he's tweeting this out unless they feel pretty good about what it may be. So let's speculate wildly after all this. let's Who could he be talking about? If, if I'm giving you the option for anything, for this tweet to mean anything, best case scenario, what, what does TJ want to see? A game in Louisville. I want to see. Okay. And then, you know, I've thought, is this just a bias because I live in Louisville? Certainly, I think it plays a, a big role. But I just think they need to do more fun things for the fans. And that's not to whine and cry and, oh, they've forgotten what's gotten them there. I, I just think. You need it's sports. It's supposed to be fun. Do more things that more people are that are going to create memories for people. And you can always make a case that any game is going to create a memory for some folks, but give back to more people in the state. I've always wanted them to do, uh, and this isn't an original to me take, a lot of people have this opinion, but I've always wanted them to do a game at Memorial Coliseum, which is their old gym, Justin, that they played in before they moved to Rupp Arena. The Smaller and more. Yeah, and it seats, I think, about 10,000, 9,000 people, you, maybe 8,000. You get a good, you could get a good crowd there. Uh, they played UNLV and the NIT there back in 09. And even though it was an NIT game and UK fans weren't happy to be there, it was like one of the rowdiest atmospheres I've been to for a UK sporting event, uh, just because it was such a closed and, and intimate atmosphere, as you'd say. So do something fun. And I think the, the best thing that you could do with the biggest impact is play get the get the annual game in Louisville again. I don't care if it's against a good team or a bad team, although I don't think you could consistently do a bad team. That being said, they started to. UK fans didn't show up all that great. And I think UK just said, all right, well, if people aren't going to show up, we're not going to go there. But it wasn't fair because it was just a, nothing but healthy doses of bad teams. And I think Calipari had one year there where they played Notre Dame, and that was a good crowd, and that was a great atmosphere. Everybody in the arena was drunk, but it was uh, 
it was still a good atmosphere and it still was a lot of people that showed up there. But I'd like to see them do that, just something creative. And then I, shoot for the stars on the opponent, I say. Why not? You got a great team. You're going to have a really good chance to win the game regardless of who, who it's against. And if you lose and if it's a good appoint, opponent, it's not going to hurt you. You can you can survive that. So I thought that just the first thing that came to mind for me was Gonzaga in a, in a home and home with yeah, them. I thought I so. I don't know why. I, I I just really have no clue. May, and I, I my guess would be that maybe Gonzaga said, hey, we'll go to your place first if you all come to us next year. And what I think, I, this is such wild speculation. Uh, this is all in the depths of my brain, which is a scary place to go. I would think that Cal would be like, hey, we got a great team this year. I think we could beat them. From Mark Few and Gonzaga's standpoint, all right, we go play a road game at number two or number one or number three, Kentucky. We lose that one, no big deal. We win that one. We basically have the one seed clinched at that point. Like that's because we're going to roll through the conference. Now we've beaten a good team at their place. So it's really a risk free ga- game. And so, boom, you play at Rupp Arena this year. The next year, Gonzaga gets to sell having Kentucky come to town, which would be just a big deal in its own right. Probably would be a loss for UK, most likely. I don't think no, UK next is. year. No way. No, well, listen, chill, chill, chill. No way. Chill. Most likely, it'd be. I mean, UK could have their best team of all time and go up there. And that's just a tough place to play. It's a tough environment. Cal has had much better teams lose in to much worse teams in not as hostile environments. So I would just say it probably would be a loss. And it'd be a harmless loss for UK. You got this group of freshmen that are figuring it out. You put them in one of the tougher atmospheres in America. It's a risk-free loss. Nobody's going to punish UK for that loss. Nobody's going to hurt them in rankings or tournament seating for that loss. And it'd be a good learning experience for the young group of freshmen that would probably in November or December, whenever this game would be played, would still be figuring things out so you you wouldn't get too worked up about them having a bad game there. You get what I'm saying? It's kind of it works for both teams and both games, both years. Yeah. See, I'm I'm the opposite though. I think I think you would want to send Kentucky's team this year out there because they're more experienced. They've played together, and then next year at home with the freshmen. Or am I yeah. saying? Yeah. No. No. That, I mean, you. That's that's a that's a good take. You could okay. you you you, you had an opposite. No. You 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 had an opposite. Have UK and their good team that's going to be number one, number two, or number three this year head up to the Pacific Northwest, and you got a good chance of beating them. Uh, Gonzaga's going to be really good. Drew Timmy's back for a 19th year. It, it would be a challenging game, but UK would have a, a solid chance to maybe steal a win. And then you're right. You get back the following year. Gonzaga's most, almost certainly probably going to have more experience. I don't know if you can guarantee that, but I, I would odds are they're probably going to be the more experienced team. You've got a group of freshmen. They don't really, they're not totally connected just yet, but the home crowd's going to carry them through. That's a, that's a good take. That's the, that's the alternate look at it. I just think it most likely, if you're, when you're doing a big time home and home, I think you got to assume maybe this is a loser mentality. I'm, I'm curious what the text line thinks about this, but I think you got to assume if you're doing a home and home with a top 10 blue blood program, I think your mindset is we want to go one and one. You get a big win, that's great. A loss doesn't really hurt you. You want to go one and one. You really just want to avoid going zero oh and two. 
I think if you do it your way, Scoots, you do bring 0-2 more into the equation. I disagree. Disagree wholeheartedly. I think 2-0 and is way more likely than 1-1 one and one if we flip them and do it the way I said. Uh, good. Good disagreement. I, I mean, I don't, I disagreements don't, are always good for radio. But on, if, Honestly, if, I don't think – this isn't about Kentucky even. It's about Gonzaga. After Timmy leaves this year, I mean, I don't keep up with Gonzaga recruiting, so I don't really know what they've got coming in. But him gone, he's the heart and soul of their team. They're going to be garbage next year. And they're Gonzaga. Kentucky should never lose to Gonzaga. That's that's a that's an outlandish take. Like it's not it's not ten years ago, Gonzaga. They they reload every single year. They've they've gotten star freshmen that have succeeded. They've gotten star transfer guys that have succeeded. Gonzaga. The only frustrating thing about Gonzaga is their BS conference schedule. They're a legit program, though. All the and I you know it's it's somewhat fun. They haven't won a national championship yet, but they've been so close. They're they're a legit top five program right now. As much as it's you want and I do think it they I do think their conference hurts them more than it helps them it helps get them a great seed but it really they're eating all the fatty pieces of the meat before they get into the toughest part of the schedule so I that's my only issue with Gonzaga is their conference but they're a legitimate program if just let's just let's walk through this real quick if UK hosted Gonzaga this year you and I are both agreeing UK probably nine out of ten times is winning that game in Rupp Arena. Absolutely. Maybe maybe eight out of ten, four out of five for the people that want to break that down. I sure sure do. But, yeah, so you you would agree with that. We'd feel good about that. Next year, a group of freshmen go in the Pacific Northwest. I would feel probably Gonzaga, not knowing much about Gonzaga. You're right about that. That, That's a caveat. Just assuming that they're probably going to reload because they normally do. I'd say Gonzaga would win that game probably – Six out of ten or seven out of ten times, but they're winning more times than not. You disagree with that? You you said Gonzaga is going to win more? Yeah, not a shot, not a shot. Gonzaga in their home gym with a UK team that's going to be a backcourt pretty much all a freshman. We're not exactly sure what the front court's going to look like. And this, you know, it's a fun hypothetical. We don't even know if Gonzaga is going to be the team. We don't know if it'd be a home and home. We we're this is. This is this could be a total waste. Most likely, ninety-eight percent chance that this is a total waste of time of a debate and conversation. But one, I'm having fun. Two, you're telling me there's a chance. And three, Scoots is just wrong, unfortunately. There, I mean, what is it going to take for you to believe in your team? I just don't understand. You all have got. You've said it so many times that Kentucky next year has got arguably the best roster put together in college basketball history if they get DJ Wagner. But yet you don't believe that they'll go out to Gonzaga and win more times than three or four out of ten? That's ridiculous. I feel like you're coming into my restaurant. I'm telling you for for my whatever whatever cook TJ fires up, whatever I'm known for. Uh, let's say pizzas. You're coming in for a Come TJ on. special pizza. And I tell you, hey, Scoots, today just don't have the ingredients. It's not going to be as good as it normally is. And you're you're arguing with me that, no, it is. It will be. Have some faith in yourself, Chef TJ. It's going to be a delicious pizza. And I'll tell you, it could be all right, but I'm just telling you, it, it's not going to be the same. I know UK basketball with Calipari freshmen, Scoots. I've seen it all the time. They lose early. The, the Aaron Fox and Malik Monk team got beat in, in Rupp Arena by that UCLA team that they later stomped in the NCAA tournament. They, they struggle early on. So if you, if you took this team and you traveled them to the West Coast 
a group of freshmen, even as talented as they would be, would they have a chance? Would I go into that game thinking UK doesn't have a chance? No, I think they'd have a chance. But my expectation would be you're probably going to leave there with a, a good learning experience loss because that has happened all the time in the Calipari era. All the time. If, if that is the case and they do lose that game, it really doesn't hurt anything, so that's the good thing. But I'm just sitting here wondering, what's it going to take for you to believe in your team, man? Come on. It, it's, it's, not, it's not a belief thing. It's, uh, it's just a realistic how that thing would work. So I, I, if it's happened like that in the past doesn't mean it will again. You're, you're, that's, uh, I, can't, I can't argue with that. that is, uh, that's true. Just because something in the past doesn't mean it gar- doesn't guarantee it's going to happen in the future. But in this, sometimes repeats itself. In this instance, I, I think most likely you're probably going one and one either way. But I think you would, and, and home court would likely hold serve. But it's a tough place to win up there, especially with a team that isn't used to playing in gyms like that. Uh, it'd be it'd be challenging. But we don't know. All right, if it's not Gonzaga, who could it be? Who would you want it? Who would you want it to be? Scoots, just as a basketball fan, could it be IU? I I would love that. I I would love nothing more. See, when he kind of puts it as a really interesting scheduling opportunity, it, it could it be a neutral site game, something like that? There have been – there always are, so you don't put any stonks into them whatsoever. But uh, there's always been UKIU whispers, and there are this offseason, that they're going to get something – they're going to get a home-home and neutral, which is what IU had proposed earlier on. Uh, when talks kind of that's just the win. best way to do it home home neutral neutral Nah, i mean i don't i don't care what they do i'm not gonna act holier than now well, but so you if cal, if cal doesn't, doesn't want to go back to iu that's that's his prerogative he's he has the right to feel that way so you were talking about regional site games i mean that that fits in perfectly you do home home regional or regional regional then you could do one in louisville you could do one in indy you're given just a different group of fans a chance to go see the game i'm i'm fine with that that i'm I'm fine with that but but scooch by that but if but if uk came back and said all right hey that sounds cool but why don't we just do louisville and indy then let's just for our you know let's meet in the middle you all want that how about we just do louisville and indy i mean if that's what they want yeah i'd I'd be good with that too but there's just something about kentucky indiana in home stadiums oh no i mean there's just there's not though there's you got I me, mean, that's just a sentence that people could say really about any teams, any time. Like, Indiana games at home that to know that it's a great atmosphere. I love it's it. Gen- it's generational for sure. But like my memory of IU UK is Freedom Hall or the RCA Dome split right down mid court. Like it's yeah. not it's not home courts at all. So it, it totally is subjective. And two, I think it's. I think for most folks, they they think of UKIU on a neutral floor, whether it's NCAA tournaments or it's uh, their their Freedom Hall RCA Dome games back in the day. That's fair. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think a majority would think of it in a neutral side because they didn't play, what, but five, six years maybe at home stadiums? Yeah, they that, that was uh, maybe like 06 or 07 or something around that time when they when they switched it back. UK took a, a beat down at IU when – Come on, Old Jordan Crawford. Were you at that game? Mm, what year would that have been? Like probably 06. No, nah, I wouldn't have been at that seven, one. Somewhere around that. Yeah, I didn't. Did you ever go to games even when you weren't a student? Yeah. 
Yeah, no. Yeah. I, before I went to college, I went to – shoot, we probably went to five or six Indiana-Kentucky games because my dad's a Kentucky fan. So it was always a nice little boys' trip. We would go up there and see the game or go down there and see the game. I wondered uh, – you were at the wall, the John Wall game? I was, yeah. I wonder if we walked by each other. Probably. Uh, were you that guy I gave a swirly to? Were you in the balcony? I, I was I was underneath – no. Oh, yeah, that's right. You had the crappy seats where you can't yeah. see the billboard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That cracker jack of worst, seat, worst seat in the house. You had it. That's hilarious. Let's get to the Stortons text line, 502-414-1450. But it's the weekend here, and you have a fiesta on the horizon. you got to let Salsaritas take care of you. Or if you're just looking for a delicious lunch at some point this weekend, they will not let you down. You can order all online on their app. Download the Salsaritas app. You're going to want to do that because each and every time you go to Salsaritas, you get points, you get rewards, and eventually you're going to get free food or discounted food. You'll you'll get the money taken off your total bill, which is always nice to see at Salsaritas. They have two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. And again, don't don't worry about cooking for a lot of folks. Uh, I always think back. You ever seen Big Daddy, Justin? I'm sure you have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't they, they talk about how they're at the birthday party and it rained and then they had to cook 50 burgers inside or something like that? Mm, don't remember that. It's when they're taught. It's like during the surprise party part of the movie. Uh, I, I want to I hope it's Big Daddy. I hope I'm not mistaking that. that but sounds- reg- regardless, don't leave it up to chance. Salsaritas, you know what you're getting. And it is excellent, delicious food. And they would deliver it right to your door, which is always convenient if you're having a party. Or they'll have it waiting for you, hot, fresh, ready to go at the store. And they'll help you bring it out to their car, your car, which is always nice. Uh, they're considerate, great service, friendly staff, and most importantly, just delicious food with wildly addictive chips. Salsaritas, it's got it going on. Is it just me, or have you all started every show this week with Scoot saying it's a cool 78 degrees, and then TJ saying it sounds hot, and then Scoot's replying that it's normally 77 degrees, so it's pretty much normal? <laughs> like, is this deja vu? Am I crazy? Tell me I'm not the only one who's hearing the same opening three-minute monologue. <laughs> Great text. What is the what is the temperature? Uh, it's 78 degrees. <laughs> Ooh, that's a little toasty. Uh, it's normally 77, so not too bad. Okay. Uh, Scoop, why don't you read this next one? I'm going to say goodbye to my daughter. Okay. This one comes from Kirby. Says, you guys and your frat life stories are so cool. I wish I went Greek. (laughs) That's how I feel as well, Kirby. I was not a Greek lifer either. So when they tell their Greek life stories, I'm I'm kind of in the same thing. Just fart noise. Get it out of here. Who cares? Okay. I feel like I was being tough on... I was... I was pointing out some of the actual negatives in Greek life. Yes, you, no, you absolutely were. But I'll I'll just tell this to the to the because I'm I feel like I'm somewhat neutral, although probably neither side would actually claim me because I was all uh, we we got kicked off the beginning of my sophomore year. So like, and we were in trouble my entire freshman year. So, like, I, I didn't really get the quote-unquote Greek experience. But to the people that are the Greek haters, you all don't don't look as cool as you think you do. Sorry, that's Kirby. True. No, that's true. Like, that's- there are cool and fun benefits of Greek life. There are really, really dorky things that deserve to get made fun of regularly. 
but ultimately, you know, it's it, it works for a lot of folks. For some people, it doesn't. But they I, I, those people really think that like they have a really fart sniffer mentality about Greek life, and it just I don't think you look as cool as you think. I, I you will Kirby, tell you, Kirby always looks cool though. I, I will tell you if, and this may make me sound like a pansy, but if it if it wasn't for the whole hazing thing. Oh. I would I would appreciate Greek life a whole lot more. I just I don't know why you got to be hazed to get in like that. That's just so stupid. First off, I don't know if you're allowed to say that word. I, maybe you are. Have no idea. Hazed? No. Pansy. Yeah, that one. Why? I don't know. I don't. That's, I, that's definitely know, a radio safe. It's 2022. You you never you never know. Secondly, I totally agree. The hazing part is total is is awful. I think there is a sense of like. A labor aspect of it. I, I, I have no issue with making the quote yeah, like redo the flower bed or something. Yeah, like you know, because there there is there was a camaraderie aspect to the hazing experience, but there it 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 is strange how there were like probably three to five people that you could tell that they were just like enjoying it entirely too much. And it was like you probably actually have some some problems, like yeah. you. Instead of taking out your frustration here, you probably need to go talk to somebody because, like, this is supposed to be fun, and you're you're taking it a, a, a little too far. I, I agree. I agree with that, and that's why a lot of places. That's why a lot of places crack down on hazing, and that's why we we got in trouble for them hazing our class. And then we had an on-campus party. UK was a dry campus, so that was strike two. They only did two strikes, so they. We were we were gone. It was actually the nationals that that pulled us off. Not that people care, but wow. yeah, it wasn't even UK necessarily. But uh, it was just, like the hazing stuff. You're you're right, Scoots. All right, uh, let's read one more and then we'll go to a break. You don't want to end on boring old fraternity talk. Uh -oh. Can you elaborate on this because I feel like this would be an entertaining topic for radio. It was my tweet about. Did you see my tweet about waiting for golf ball golf balls golf balls, Justin? I didn't. No. Okay. Um, look at my Twitter, and you look at that tweet, and and let me know what you think, and let me let me know if you think it applies to you. It's about how long people should wait or take looking for golf balls. You hit it in the rough. I know I hit it here. I'm give me five minutes. I'm gonna find this bad boy. We'll come back. We'll talk about that in an hour or two. We got more UK news, recruiting news, DJ Wagner talk. Don't go anywhere. Kentucky Roll Call will be back after this. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here oh. on the Sports Radio. Oh. We are on 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. The show goes 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. Replay of the show 9 to 11. And then you can get the, the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. As always, you can tell your Alexa or whatever those 
series or whatever, play Big X Sports Radio. That's one easy way to listen as well. Do you have an Alexa at your house, Scoots? I do not, no. Would you, do you like them? Do you even know anything about them? Uh, yeah, I just don't really have a need for it, if we're being honest. I mean, I've got like a Bluetooth speaker, and that's really the only time I'll ever use anything like that is to listen to music. We, we, I, I like, I like the ones that we have. Um, probably just use it to listen to radio more than anything else, but sometimes you'll just ask, like when you're getting ready, what, ask what the weather is or what the temperature is outside. It's very, I, I don't, that's pretty much the extent of how it's used. So I guess there's, I'm sure a ton of people that use it for a lot more. They, they can do a lot if you know all that they can do, but no, See, we, we use it minimally, but I do like it. To me, it's just not worth buying it for the little amount of time that it's going to save me. Like I, I can pull up my phone and pull the weather app up. I can go to whatever music I want to listen to on my phone. Like I, I don't need that just to save me a little bit of time, you know? Yeah, it's nice though. You doing dishes, you just instead of having to go touch something, you just get to say it. It's it's neat. And then of course there's always the fun potential to get hacked and all your it's listening to everything you say and all that good stuff too. So it would uh, be helpful for me when it comes to shower time. I'm a big music in the shower guy. So I always have to bring my phone in the shower so I can hit next if I don't like a song that comes on. So Alexa would be useful in that area. I could just be like, next song. Yeah, that's about all I can think of. No, that's true. That's a that's a good way. That's a that's a good point. Ours ours doesn't isn't really loud enough, unfortunately, to where you can hear it. You can hear it, but it's kind of just jumbled up noise when mm. you're in the shower. So the wife bought a real nice little Bluetooth shower speaker, and I took it on a golf scramble and left it behind, wow. or a friend accidentally grabbed it, or I left it in a friend's car. But regardless, it's gone, and I really miss it because that thing was awesome. I that would be was, hitting wow. up those friends. Well, you know, I don't, I, I don't know if I actually ever did. It was a wedding party scramble, and I don't know if I ever actually did bring it up to them. But don't you think if you just found a speaker, somebody'd be like, "Hey, found the speaker. It's not yeah. mine. Is this anybody's?" Yep. So nobody did that. So I just figured it probably got lost at the course. Some friends. Yeah, maybe one of them stole it. If I ever find out who it is, my you don't hang it on the cart, do you? I, that was the first time I'd even taken that the the shower speaker out on the course. Uh, I've got this like plastic but good speaker. It's kind of boxy. It's I don't know. It's maybe like a foot uh, long, but it, that that's usually what I take out. But it's again, it's kind of big. This little shower speaker was tiny, but uh, yeah, I missed that little thing. The only reason I ask is because my stepbrother has done that probably three out of the last four times we've golfed, I've had to grab his speaker off the cart because he hangs it on the yeah. cart. It's got like this little rope he can hang it from, and he forgets it every freaking time. I'm like, what yeah. are you doing? That was the first time I'd taken it out, so I just had it in the in like the compartment. I, di I didn't want to get too risky with it. Yeah, and then sure enough, and ended up losing it anyways. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Uh, we're just going to keep rolling through that because it's a Friday. Why not? John Calipari's oh, yeah. tweet is the news of the day. Do you want my take on your golf take? Uh, we're going to talk the golf take as well. What did you come? What conclusion did you come to? So I agree with you for the most part. The only thing I disagree with is two minutes is a little brief, especially and and, and 
each situation and scenario is going to change, obviously. But if you're like playing out at Chariot Run and you know where your ball is and you're just in that long grass, I think you should get a little longer than two minutes to find it. But I also, on the same token, am with you. If you can't find it in a in a certain amount of time, just drop one. Take you a free drop. It's called a gentleman's drop is what we call it. Is that what, is that what Scoots and his group calls it? Gentleman's drop. Like it should be here somewhere. Don't know why we're not finding it. Just hit you another one. The the tweet came from, I quote tweeted a tweet that said regarding golf, there's a big difference between a lost ball and a ball you can't find. So which true. Like, such so true. true you know, such a great tweet. It really yeah. is. Yeah. And, and, and any golfer will feel that way. And I'd said that I, I just took it as an opportunity to say this is true. But also, don't be the person that overstays their welcome looking for a golf ball. And I said, I said two minutes, but it is situational. Like, all right, hey, I know it's in this area. I'm having a good round. It's not in like a bunch of brush or shrubbery. It's in this thick rough. It's just probably laying down somewhere. I'm going to take some time to look for it. Okay, if you take a little more than two minutes, fine. Let's hope, hopefully, you end up finding it. But that's that's perfectly okay. You can't do that every shot, though. It can't be the next shot, too, and then your next drive on the next hole. If you only do it a couple times, then, yes, you can wait. A, you can go a little longer than two minutes. It, there, you, can't, you can't really put it in one specific box how much time you should look for a ball. But you just don't want to be the person that is frequently taking too long. And I, I think enough people have the self-awareness to know, like, well, you, I say that, but they don't. It's crazy. Or they just don't care. And if they don't care, they need to start caring. That box should end at five minutes. You shouldn't, you shouldn't look five for a ball for ridiculous. more than five minutes. Five minutes is ridiculous. If, I agree. If you look for a ball for over five minutes more than one time on a round, you, you shouldn't. Quick call. You're out. You're like you're not getting the call back. That's great. And that's crazy. And the thing is, I'm I'm not kidding about not getting a call back because I've been in groups where that happens. And it's just like good, you would think this is true about my brother and a few of his friends. You would think that there is like hidden gold inside their golf balls that I gotta like I cannot let this thing go. Because one, they're not good golfers. So it's not like they're protecting an amazing round by spending a lot of time looking for a ball. Two and I say this as a compliment. They're not broke. Like you, it's golf. You can buy a, you can buy more Titleist, and you're going to be okay. Three, their their sense of entitlement that it's the course's fault that they can't find the ball, and not their crappy golf shot as the problem. That's one thing about people that spend too long looking for balls. Hey, if you just want to hit it better, we wouldn't be doing this. So that, that's got to come into your mind at some point. They're like, okay, I hit a bad shot. To some degree, I deserve to not find my ball for missing the fairway or not tracking the ball as well as I should have. But just be the best type of golfer is a quick golfer. Everybody knows it. Well, and that's why scrambles are so great, because if you hit a ball into the woods, you don't have to go look for it because your buddy's got one sitting right there in the middle of the fairway. But also golf courses, that's why I appreciate golf courses with a ranger that go around and make sure that everybody's staying 
on no, tanks. no, no, no. See, that's 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 my whole point is we we don't want that. Like we don't want the Rangers coming around. Rangers make people feel uncomfortable, or they make I mean. them feel like they got to rush too much. Like you want just a good flow of play where people aren't waiting on folks, but you're also not feeling like you have to go up there and play speed golf. Be comfortable. Take your time. Just don't look for crappy shots too long. I for one love the Rangers. They're they're usually like guys in their eighties, hilarious. They have funny jokes. I'm a big Ranger guy. You've never come across like jerky jerk jerk Rangers? Uh I mean a, a time or two, but most of the time they're all just like, Oh, come on, pick up the ball. Well, never to us, but they'll usually just explain like what's going on in the course and then tell us a nice joke and move on with their day. Oh, that that stuff is like makes my skin crawl feeling like I'm in trouble or something not feeling like I'm in trouble so much, but Guilty like conscience? When, when the Ranger comes to our group and has to tell us to speed up, I just want to be like, Oh my gosh, this is the worst thing. I think but that's only happened to me once. I just want to like melt. It's happened to me far too many times. Cause I've played golf with my brother's friends far too many times. <laughs> and it just makes my, it makes me want to melt into like the earth at that point. Cause it's like, <laughs> Yeah, you know what? The Rangers freaking right. We do need to be picking it up. But I also, don't, I'm not going to be the jerk that's going to be like, "All right, come on, come on, yeah. come on," because nobody likes that person either. Right. That person no. is almost equally as bad for what it's worth. The per and, and oh, it's <laughs> the golf world. It's a fun outlet from the real world, like it, because none of that stuff really actually matters, Justin. Right. right. But in our little golf, in our little golf snow globe, it's uh, it's it's the most important thing in well, the world. Golfers are notorious for using any excuse possible to excuse their bad round. And that's just another excuse that we can use. I played with a slow group. They were looking for balls for hours. That's why I played bad. And I know there's people listening and being like, TJ, you're a 15 handicap. That's somewhere around that. I don't have it pulled up right now. Uh, you're like, shut up. You're shooting the low 90s. Don't <laughs> don't tell people how to. And, and I would say you're right. I would just say you're 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 spot on. I'm a terrible golfer. Nobody should listen to anything I say about golf, really. A texture, unless it's about the KRC golf scramble, which no, no update except there may be an update next week. So Woo-hoo. hold on to and it, if there is any updates next week, it's probably going to be about like a uh, closer to opening kickoff weekend for the scramble. So if it ha- just who knows we'll keep our ears out just just be patient be, except for roush be more patient than you already are that's a good one scooch uh, te- uh anyways the texter brought up the golf text and he says along with this what's the longest round you've played when waiting behind somebody did you ever at at that point consider just skipping over them during a round oh yeah i've skipped i've skipped holes yep. during rounds before Same. i hate doing it because it's not a true 18 score but yeah, I mean, there there are situations where you just have to do it. I was playing around about two, three months ago at a course around here, and if I did not skip this group in front of me, I would have been there for six and a half hours. I kid you not. Yeah, it, it, I've had some brutally long rounds. I, I mean, I'm sure that's been well over five hours, six hours. I, I don't, I don't know if it's ever been six hours, but I'm not. I don't, I don't know. I've played some really, really slow rounds before, and I've had to skip holes before. A texter says, Roush big-talking women at Fraternities Rush is peak dad. <laughs> I don't really get what that text means. I don't really either. But you were chuckling about it, though. It's funny. Peak dad. Roush is, Roush is always in peak dad mode. 
Oh, okay, good text from UK Pez. So if everybody's looking for a good laugh, good morning. So pitcher A throws 86 miles per hour and throws 70% strikes. Pitcher B throws 96 miles per hour, throws 54% strikes, which ended up at the best school. Have a great show, UK Pez. Just the worst. I mean, just the worst of the worst. That is a 10-mile-per-hour difference. Yes, absolutely, the pitcher that throws at 96 is going to go further because a pitcher that throws 86, that's that's not all that. But you could have 12-year-olds that are doing that. I disagree so, with you here. No, no, no. 86 miles per hour. But that's, 70% that's, strikes. That, not, that, for the big – I mean, I, I guess it – no. 80, 86 is – that's a huge difference. 54% strikes, though. You know how many walks this guy's going to give out? I, I'm going with the 86 and 70 percent. No, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a wild, wild comparison because, like, 80. If your fastball is 86 miles per hour, you're not, ma- you're not making it in the majors. You're getting. We're no not way. talking about majors, though. We're talking about school. But still, even there, like, you're nobody's taking scoots. Nobody's agreeing with that. But that being said, UK Puzz, what if you had somebody that threw 96 and somebody at 54% and then you had somebody throw in 94 at 70%? Which one's better then? Does accuracy matter at that point, UK Pez? I'm, I'm, I'm going with 70%, guy. And then he continues with his bad text as if that wasn't enough. Also, if accuracy at QB was so important, Bo Allen would be starting quarterback at UK and not transferring. I mean, it's just a horrible text. (laughs) Obviously, Bo Allen wasn't even all that accurate either. He didn't have a big arm, and if he was super, super accurate, maybe it could have made it more interesting, but he clearly wasn't. He, it sounds like the, the, the scuttlebutt is he wasn't even second string. Athletic ability and velocity wins every time. Coaches are arrogant and think they can fix mechanics to make players reach their potential. Well, that, that last sentence isn't necessarily untrue. I wouldn't disagree with you so much there. But UK Pez, stop arguing something. You're the, you and Roush are the only two people that sided in the fact that accuracy is a non-starter at a passing camp that's just a wild take of course at a passing camp people are keeping an eye on where you're putting the football it's it is delusional to think otherwise can i just say how happy it makes me that this is still a talking point two weeks later it's just it's wild Has Andy Bashir been dealt the most difficult four years in the history of Kentucky governors? Started right when COVID, I'd say that during the Civil War, that'd be difficult too. Started right when COVID occurred, has had to deal with natural disasters all over the state, protests of all sorts, and of course, a less than ideal economy. Maybe the only exception would be whoever, oh, okay, was the governor (laughs) during the Civil War. Great, great point. Um, no, it's yeah, it's been it's been a tough go. And there's been other governors obviously that have had to deal with a lot, natural disasters, civil unrest. It, that that stuff isn't so much unique, but when you throw in the pandemic, then yeah, that kind of that kind of sets it apart. And even then, the natural disasters have been probably it's it's unfo- the timing has been unfortunate because those are these are two big ones. Yeah. Uh, Western Kentucky tornadoes, and there's there's been other stuff as well. You know, well, you, other stuff that we kind of gloss over as time moves on. Yeah, you could say within the last year, he's had the toughest run as governor over any other governor, arguably. I mean, that's dealing with the tornadoes and now this flooding. Who? 
Yeah, uh, it, it's it's it hasn't probably probably wasn't what he thought it'd be when when he took over the job. A texter says the TJ Lavin laugh during trivia when the competitors fall off the ledge is iconic. When referring to the TV show, the challenge finally was able to watch the challenge last night. Great episode, absolutely uh, shocking. Good elimination, everything you you look for in a TV show. So yeah. all around good stuff. I still don't want to give spoilers, but Justin, you and I, we know we could talk about it to finish the show if we wanted to. We can. Yeah. We won't just, though, everybody. So don't worry. Everybody turn it off. The texter says on the Thornton's text line, I think DJ is dragging his feet because he doesn't want to disappoint anyone. I mean, UK and U of L has put him in a weird spot. Boo freaking who? Holy smokes. You gotta make a decision at the end of the day. That's not I don't that can't be it. I mean, Something. yeah, it's like it's like Roush being on this show and then someone texts in about KSR. He's in a weird spot, but at the end of the day, you got to make a decision, you know? Does he want to get up and leave KRC or does he want to, you know what I mean? Like, does he have to make a decision? Well, I guess I guess that was a bad comparison, but yeah, make a decision, DJ. I just don't know if there's ever been a worse. Uh, you're having a tough comparison day. I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. It's Friday. It is. It's been a long. It's been a long week. Um, I don't. I think the DJ. I think there's something. Something kind of seems weird in the DJ Wagner recruitment, in my opinion, oh. for that kind of reason. That like, what? What is he? What is he thinking on? What does he not know? What he hasn't visited Louisville, which you may be saying, well, you know, he's been busy, he's been playing, now things have settled down, now he can make his visits. Then you think he would say that? Like, there, there just seems to be some sort of disconnect, either as if something has already happened and they're just keeping quiet, or there's always the possibility that it is just as it appears and like he is totally conflicted and it is like a back and forth sort of deal. I don't believe that, though, because I just don't think that's how people's brains actually work. So there, to me, it almost seems like, and, and this may be a positive for UK, but it almost seems like something's just been determined in this recruitment. Like it's been figured out, it's been settled, and the timing just needs to be right on it. And then that would open up a whole nother can of worms. Like why? Why would the time, wh wh what's the difference between now and in two months or in two weeks? Is he building a brand sort of deal? What's going on with the Nocta endorsement? Something just seems, it's just something, I can't put my finger on it, but it just, something seems a little strange in this. Has he set a new date yet or no? No. Hmm. No, and he acted like the, the peach jam stuff was like, no, I, what me? I was not doing that when it was, I think it was like Branham who has a connection with him was the one who I think reported it, but I could be wrong about that. So don't hold me to it. A texter on the Thornton's text line says Calipari scheduling Gonzaga. So he, that, that texter texted that in before we even brought up the Gonzaga hypothetical. Yeah. Um, and I've seen other people suggest that it would be Gonzaga. It seems like a, cause you're already playing, like you mentioned, Scooch, you're already playing some blue bloods. I doubt Kentucky and Duke would do a home and home. I would love to see it. It'd be sweet, but I just I don't think the two programs really like one another all that much. So I don't think it'd be anything with Duke. North Carolina, I, I could something with North Carolina would be sweet. Um, they have a 
UK and North Carolina have a better, they seem like their programs and athletic departments have a better relationship with one another. Maybe UNC, I don't know. Or, or what, you know, maybe it's just Bellarmine in Louisville. Or they're supposed to be playing Bellarmine at Rupp. I don't know if that's, I think Bellarmine's announced that, so it probably wouldn't be a Bellarmine in Louisville. I don't know. We, we, all, we all are guessing all the same. Surely Bellarmine wouldn't draw a tweet like that. Yeah, yeah, you. Uh, I agree with you, but I guess you never really know. Tell, it's got to be a big boy. And also, that's like something Calipari hasn't done. Like, this is, I think, quote-unquote, T.J. Beisner effect, if you will, because Calipari hasn't really been, like, tweeting like that in five or six, seven years. So I think Beisner understands the importance of, quote-unquote, swaggy Cal, or just a Calipari that's a little bit more, hey, fan base, here's he, look at me. I'm going to interact with you all. And so we're, having, we're having some fun here. He's back. A texture says a little sussy for intern Jacob, and sussy in this instance means suspension. Ooh. We'll have to consider it. Well, I mean, we'll hear him out, of course, but we'll have to consider it. A texture says on the Thornton's text line, I hope we get a series with Gonzaga. How do you all how do you all hope it is? Who? I think it meant who. Who do you all hope it is? I kind of want to like do it tiers. All right. So if if I it was just a blue blood, I'm taking Gonzaga. If it's over I, Duke I guess, or North Carolina? I mean, I guess if I had like if in fantasy land, then Duke home and home, but it ain't gonna be that. So if it ain't gonna be Duke home and home, then yeah, I think uh, home and home with Gonzaga would be cool. I think it'd be cool for UK to play up in the Pacific Northwest, whether it's this year or next year. Uh, and it's a, I think Kentucky's only played Gonzaga one time in program history. So oh. yeah, go ahead and play them. Gonzaga's quote unquote made it. I don't think it's you're, I don't think you're conceding anything by admitting that. So from a big tier, it'd be that if it's like a regional rivalry, Ohio state and Cincinnati would be a lot of fun. Chris Holtman. I'd like that. Uh, I don't play Ohio state in the champions or in the CBS sports classic in New York city. But if you're going to play Ohio state, maybe something regional could be pretty cool. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't want Ohio state in the classic, but you want to play them on a yearly basis. No, not a yearly basis, but like a, a neutral site game in Cincinnati, just something that'd be something different. Yeah. I got you. And it, Again, the regional aspect would make for a cool gym. Maybe West Virginia and Cincinnati would be neat. I'd be down for that as well. So if it's not like a blue blood, maybe those are some options from a regional standpoint. And then if it's a lower tier program, you'd have to think that it'd be a game in Memorial, like an exhibition against Transient Memorial or something like that. So there's three different possibilities from three different tiers. But I don't know. We'll, we're all guessing together. A texter says, how about playing in the Nike tournament? Yeah, I wish they would have done that. That's something that almost seems universally agreed upon is that nobody likes the Calipari's done with the Maui and the, the he, he doesn't like those little tournaments, especially the Nike one. The, I disagree with him wholeheartedly on that philosophy. Love love a good tournament. The, the, the early season feast week tournaments, Kentucky hasn't been a part of them. It stinks. I hate it. That will be, it'll probably be the only thing I'll look forward to for the next coach at Kentucky will be uh, getting back to, I would, I would try to go to Maui. I, I mean, I know I've never gone to the Bahamas, so maybe that's easy for me to say. If I have never followed UK to the Bahamas, why would I go to them for the, for Maui, which would be significantly more expensive, most likely. Uh, 
but I'd want to. It'd be a bucket list thing. We've we've talked about it on the show before, but I would really love to see, and not just in the state of Kentucky, every state should do this, a tournament in the non-conference schedule with every university or the bit like eight biggest universities in the state. So you would take oh, yeah. Kentucky, yeah. Louisville, yeah. Western. Uh, that that would just be so fun. And that would draw imagine the crowds that that would draw from the entire state. I mean that the boost that that would give the state and the state's economy would just be massive in and of itself. Let's uh I would love it. We've talked about it. It'd be a huge success. It probably never ha- would happen cuz you got to work with all those athletic departments and probably be a pain in the butt. All right, last break coming up next. We will finish the Thornton's text line the best we can. A lot of good text in here. You all did not disappoint. On a Friday without Nick Roush, I'm TJ Walker. He is Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. And what exactly are your demands? We need more lemon pledge. With Walker and Roush. We're not responsible for that. You should just bring it from your own home. No. Got out of town on a boat from the southern islands. Sailing the reach. We probably need to move on from that rejoin for non like politically correct reasons or anything like that. It's just, it's, you know, it's a family guy quit clip from like what? 2005, six. You don't like well, it. Nah. Yeah. No, no, not, not, not the biggest fan. Uh, but we just, we just need some new, we just need some new fresh stuff. You know, I am, uh, in the process of putting some stuff together. Oh, that's what I like I, to hear. I've got about five or six I need to build. So, is part of that process muting the station account at some point? Right now, buddy. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Dang it! I've been so on it today. You, too. Yeah, you really you had a great week doing it. I just had <laughs> I had to I had to get you when I could. I gave you a little bit of time, but uh, there, is, there is static kickback. I'm not just doing it to give you a hard time. Oh no, I, I know. It's I can hear the it. Sometimes it echoes on my end as well when the station account's not muted. I mean, I am giving you a hard time, but I don't. There is a, there is a reason that I bring it up. But regardless, welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky roll call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker and Justin Kayla, Nick Roush. Nick Rational feel good. We hope that he feels better. To be honest with you, I've had a little like scratch in my throat. Uh oh. Um, yeah. But I feel fine. So I'm allergies. Saying, I think that's what it is. And I had two days this week where I didn't take my allergy pills and it's been raining. So Hey, um, speaking of allergies, do you ever use the nasal spray? I discovered that recently. Oh, no, I mean I have used it before, but I'm not a regular. I'm not a man. It's amazing. Flyer. It's like squirting vapor rub up your nose. I love it. <laughs> My goodness gracious, Scoots! It's phenomenal. I know what I'm, know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> Some allergy nasal spray. Sheesh! I haven't seen you light up like that since talking about Walmart. Oh, I'm I'm a big fan. I had a coworker. She was trying to get me on it for probably about a year. You need to get you some nose spray, and I finally did it. And man, she was right. It's a game changer. Game changer for Gosh, sure. Well, maybe I need to give it a, another go. 
Uh, let's get back to this text line. Or is there anything, any big things I'm missing? You all were right about the TBT. I was wrong. Autism Army def- defeated yeah. the Did you watch it at all? I didn't, no, but that's awesome. I watched, uh, I did not get to watch much of it, but I did, I did see the finish. Uh, and I guess that Florida TNT was up, but at halftime, I think Autism Army was winning, but they were acting like that, that Autism Army stormed back and they had no answer for them. Tell you what, so they're going to play the Wichita team. That's a really kind of weak semifinal, if you ask me. No disrespect to the Autism Army, but they don't, it's just, I think both teams are just good, not great. And then on the other side, it's the Dayton team, who I don't think is all that in a bag of chips, but they've got the home court advantage. And then they'll play the winner of tonight's game, which is the Heart Fire versus who? Um, look, looking into it right now. That's Heart Fire is Ligon's team, right? That's Ligon's team. So Ligon's plays tonight. So if you don't have any Friday plans, that's what you need to be, that that's game what you need to be doing. At 7 p.m. and they will play Blue Collar U. Okay. Blue, so that's the, I think the Buffalo alumni team. Oh, okay, but they yeah, they've got a, they the, and and they I'm sure have other people outside of Buffalo as well. But they're they've they're they're really they've played a lot together. The team Heartfire has not, so maybe that could uh, that could be a factor there for Ligon's team. But I think they have more talent, so hopefully they find a way to pull it off. They get to the semifinals and they'll have a pretty good chance to to win the million dollars in the basketball tournament. Cool. Getting back to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Uh, texter says, TC from Lexington here, boys. I'm saying the mystery game is Gonzaga in Vegas this year. I, I think another neutral site game, though, would, wouldn't make people thrilled. I, that's why I think it almost has to be at Rupp. Yeah, but you're, yeah, you but you're playing a big fish – no. I don't. Does, does neutral right. site matter at that point? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. But maybe I'm just buying into the schedule whiners too much, and they've they've actually influenced me to some degree because you do have Kansas and Louisville at home. Like it's not a bad home schedule, and then you get the the SEC opponents that you're going to have as well. So maybe it is going to be something neutral. TC from Lexington, maybe you're onto something there. Hmm. And while again, I don't know. I'm conflicted. I don't know what it is. Somebody help me out. A texter sent in a Bobby Regan text. This is Roush. Oh, it's Roush. I am sure I know TJ's take, but I think more people dislike ketchup than dislike barbecue. Who is anti-barbecue? Nobody. I disagree. I think more people are anti-barbecue. I I would agree with that, too. And only, only for the sole purpose of kids. Kids love ketchup. A lot of kids do not like barbecue. Well said. Well said. Uh, to play Roush would be like, oh, no, you're crazy. You're That's nuts. You, you, people hate ketchup. <laughs> that was a good point, Scoots, about the children. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's for the kids. I think, I think adults barbecue would be the answer. But for kids, ketchup. Pick one for UK to play: Duke, Carolina, Gonzaga, or Villanova. I hate being this guy, but it kind of matters where, where, where are the. If it's just true home and homes, I'm going Duke first, Gonzaga second. Really over Carolina? If it's home and homes, yeah. Because like again, 
the Carolina one is not as unfamiliar to me. They, they, Kentucky and Carolina, a good chunk of my growing up played home and homes. Yeah. So I've seen it. Gonzaga I haven't seen. Duke I haven't seen. Villanova I haven't seen. So that's why I'm almost tempted to put them third. But ah, Villanova without Jay Wright, it doesn't, it doesn't mean as much. So I'd put Carolina third and then Villanova fourth. Nolan Hickman, Vinge, do you agree, Scoots? Is that what you're I mean, saying? Other, other than Gonzaga and Carolina, I agree with the order, yeah. Nolan Hickman, revenge game, says one texture. Yeah, I was, I was too high on Nolan Hickman. I got to take that L. Loving Scoots, Gonzaga is garbage take. And I'm not giving up on Hickman, but I was still just wrong about him. Loving Scoots, Gonzaga is garbage take. Suck it, Zags. Suck it, Zags. I'll have that take until I freaking win a championship, bums. Fellers, good morning. I like TJ's idea a little more just so the new and incoming freshmen can get the hostile experience early, especially if it's before conference season. That way, when they go to Arky or Tennessee, they won't be hit in the mouth looking like a deer in the headlights. You all have a good weekend, Levi. Well said. Agreed. That's a good, that's a good point. You'd, 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 you'd beat them this year at Rupp. It'd be a fun one. And then next year, your freshman team probably going to lose up there at Gonzaga, but... Even if you play, even if it was like, not, not that UK is a moral victory program or anything, but even if you lost a close one, you'd say, hey, you wish you would have pulled it out. But this, in the long run, this could be good for you. See, I'm just looking at the bigger picture for Kentucky to win both of those games. So that's why I have it opposite of you all. But the hostile environment thing, that it, there is something to be said for that. Imagine being hazed by a guy in a vest and a comb over. <laughs> I don't know if they're referring to anybody specifically regarding this radio show or not, but uh, it's I'm visualizing it not fun. <laughs> oh, this is Kirby. Sick, Terry. You were in the bad boy frat. Even cooler. Just kidding. I have a lot of frat friends. Majority went to St. X. Shocker. But to make up for coming at you, we did order Salsaritas catering yesterday for 60 people. The nacho hey. party clapped. Have a great weekend. Way to go, Kirby. MVP. <laughs> That's awesome. You can you support our businesses, Kirby, and you listen to Roll Call. You can make fun of fraternities all you want. We'll take it, baby. <laughs> Texter says, TJ, every white family in the suburbs have an Alexa. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I'm an appraiser. I don't see it. I, yeah, not that I'm not that it's part of the appraisal inspection, but I don't see a lot of Alexas. Go, go around the houses looking for them. Oh, there's one Alexa, two Alexa. That adds $3,000. All you'd have to say is just Alexa, and she'd tell on herself. I wouldn't need to look, necessarily. Any chance Bo Allen doesn't find what he's looking for in the transfer portal and stays at Kentucky? I don't know why I read that as like a scorned ex, uh, ex-relationship partner. Any chance Bo Allen doesn't find what he's looking for in the transfer? What, the thing is, the th- interesting thing is the timing of this. Very. Like, obviously, all right, you're doing it before fall camp. That is better than after fall camp. But literally any moment before when you did it would have been better than when you had done it. Does that make you think that maybe he was in talks with another school and they had told him, hey, just come here. We could maybe get you into a starting position. Potentially. That's what you'd think that would be on his checklist. Somewhere where this year I can compete for a starting spot, but next year I'll be the guy. Because it looked like at Kentucky, hey, the role was with Levis. Hey, Levis is winning the job. Remember when Joey Gatewood was the starter for a day? Ah, oh, my goodness gracious. Don't sleep. I'm hearing that Joey Gatewood don't. It was Will Levis. Then Gatewood left, and it was kind of assumed that 
Bo was number two, which I think he was okay with. Hey, I'll be number two behind this guy. If he gets hurt, I'll go in there, and, and who knows what will happen. And then I think this year they're going through their reps, they're going through workouts, they're going through drills, and you got a new offensive coordinator. And I think he's saying that, oh, maybe you're not number two. And if you're not number two, then what, then it really you, you're probably best to go somewhere else at that point. Well, so he's got so, to be looking somewhere where he can compete for the job this year or or there's a guarantee that next year he's the starting guy. Because I think once he didn't get that guarantee, he was you got to go. What does the quarterback room next year look for look like for Kentucky? Also, I don't mean quite literally a guarantee. They're not like do they're not saying, hey, in the year 2024, right. 2025, you will be that's not a thing that happens. But you get what I'm saying. Just referring to the kind of the, the vibes around the locker room to use a word that I hate, but I find myself using more and more every day. Next year's quarterback situation at UK, we don't we don't know. They got Deuce Hogan, the Iowa transfer. You got Destin Wade, who is the star athlete that we're not really sure is going to be able to play quarterback, but he still wants to be able to give it a go. You got Kaya Sharon, who I didn't think was going to be somebody that was going to be able to make an impact, but people have heard solid things about. So to answer your question, Justin, nobody knows. A lot of people assume they just go transfer portal for the starter, and then you got some decent backups, worst-case scenario. It just seems like such an easy way out. Like – you committed to Kentucky. Stay there. Compete for the starting job next season. And if- here's the not to interrupt you. I want you to finish your point, but real quick, we're probably going to find out what the quarterback situation. We'll get a better idea of it at least when the season progresses. Because we got lucky, knock on wood, that Levis was able to make it through a season without with very minor, you know, scrapes and bruises and aches, and he didn't miss any time. That's really rare, and that's not certainly rare to UK football. So most likely he will get banged up and you're going to have to put somebody in there for a little bit. So we'll get a better idea of what they think the future is when that happens. Or if UK is blowing out Miami, all right, well, who's the backup they're putting out there. And you know, you know what made me think of scoots and here I am telling you to finish your point and five minutes later, I'm going to let you do it. I am, but I (laughs) I forgot my point already. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I hate when I'm sorry for doing that's my fault, but it did make me think of our conversation of when I was like, they need to go after the Heisman for Levis. It does make you wonder now that, but it really, it shouldn't change things because it's not like Bo Allen is a different quarterback. He's always been the same quarterback, but I guess my perception of what the, the backup situation is, is different now. Like now I'm more nervous than I had been. So do you run Levis until the wheels fall off or are you more conservative with him knowing if he gets banged up, you're getting a dude that the Iowa head coach was ripping on because he wasn't good enough. Or so, you're getting a freshman or a redshirt freshman who has zero, zero, zero experience. So did your mindset change with the transfer of Bo Allen, or is that something that just happened over time? It did. I mean, it did change with Bo Allen transferring, hmm. but I'm, I'm trying to tell myself it probably shouldn't have because if he's not good enough to be the number two at UK, you should have never had that mindset in the first place. But I guess in the back of my head, I thought – Hey, he's a comp- he's a competent number two. Could he lead UK to a ten win season? Probably not. But could if Levis was out for a series or out for a quarter or out for a game, could he do enough handing the ball off, being an accurate passer as UK Pez would suggest? Maybe in small sample sizes. But now, one, he I guess wouldn't have been good enough to do that based on what you're hearing from UK side of things. And two, uh, it 
who is that guy? We don't know. We'll find out as the season goes on. It's interesting, though. It's not an ideal situation, but you could make that you could make that case with a lot of teams. Hey, if your quarterback goes down, you're going to be in some trouble. Well, yeah, no duh. Just hope uh, Will stays healthy. Yeah. So, which makes you think maybe you don't go you don't go for the big numbers and the big stats. Maybe you're a little bit more conservative with them. They were last year, I thought, and they started to use him more as the season progressed. Maybe they do the something similar this year. A texter, I mean, who are we kidding? It's Mark Stoops. Of course, they're going to be kind of conservative with him. A texter, and I don't mean that as a slight. That's fine. It works. Golf talk turns me into sleepy teenager. That's a good text. <laughs> TJ is telling lies. Every one of my friends is a better golfer than TJ. That's just blatantly false. TJ is better than me, but I'm a terrible golfer. I'm a 26 handicap. TJ doesn't even keep a handicap. <laughs> I can text you my handicap right now from the official U.S. handicap app, buddy. You've you already referenced it today. Yeah, I 100% keep a handicap. The fact that I don't like I don't know the exact number. All three, you know, the, the, four, uh, all right, the U.S. handicap thing says a 14.2. Um, so the fact that I don't have that memorized, my brother thinks I don't keep a handicap. But so don't worry, just, Johnny, I won't forget it again. And secondly, I'm better than most of your friends. Not all of them, but most of them. So do you just put your scores in there after you do a round? You just put it in that app and it calculates your handicap for you? Because I've never known my handicap. I've always just like given a rough estimate. Yes, it's a, it says that my handicap index is a 14.2, but my average strokes over par is 20.7, which is kind of ugly, come to think of it. Hmm. So do you have to put the like course information in there as well? or It like auto-populates. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. you, you cool. do, and you got to like say what keys you're hitting from. A texter says, does it make me crazy that I'm just waiting on a meeting and just sitting watching highlights from games last year? I just cannot wait to be watching the Cats at Kroger Field on Saturdays. Uh, no, doesn't make you crazy at all. I do the same stuff. Same. Normally, Justin, when I'm on the Pelotron, I'll watch just like old highlights. Hmm. Not full games, just highlights. I used to do full games. I don't do full games as much anymore. I used to... Back when I was in like college and after college, I used to watch like UK losses. Ooh, that's yeah. painful. Be like, like I I went back in like 2013 and watched the 2011 UConn Final Four loss because I I had hadn't seen it or really even remembered it from the party and from the night of, and it was uh it was not fun. I don't know why I don't know why I was doing that. I don't know what point in my life I was at that that was uh that that was a good decision. I don't do that anymore though. Yeah, I'm not a game rewatcher, but if I am a game rewatcher, it's definitely not a loss. If it's a game I know Indiana lost, I'm I'm out. Yeah, I, I sometimes after well, once the season starts, I'll rewatch games while working out, not just the highlights. So yeah, I do still rewatch some games, but that's also from like a radio perspective. I, I need to have a better idea of what I'm talking about too. I don't want to come on the show and you know be a Roush or anything. <laughs> Just kidding, Roush. Calm down. Hope you feel better, buddy. Everybody, keep everybody. Wish Roush well. John here. Good TGI morning. First off, thoughts and prayers go out to all that affected by the flooding in Eastern Kentucky. Nice of you to say, John. Man, my Chiefs got a pretty darn good defensive player in Carlos Dunlap. Man, I'm so ready for football. Hey, I wish Cal and the Cats would add IU. That would be awesome. Hey, Justin, give me a come on for that. Well, you we'll all have a great weekend. Got to go talk to you later. I'll give him another one, John. Yeah. Come on, come on. How about three come-ons? That's how much I want it to happen. There you go. 
Uh, got a lap dance at a strip club on my bachelor party in Vegas. Very beautiful girl. And this. What's, what's the hesitation here? Very. I asked her her name and she said. Or, I, don't I, I, don't, I don't get this one. It seems like a trap. I'm moving on from it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why you think it's a trap. I don't get it. I, I, I'm just moving on from it. A texter says, good morning, brethren. Happy Friday. Alex from Colga here. What's a man got to do to be accepted into the K- Twitter KRC group and poster response from the sports stalker himself? Have a great weekend, boys. I'll get to you, Alex from Colga. And yeah, the Twitter the Twitter group is, it's not overly active. I think, you know, it's plenty active. It is what it is. Um, but I always do forget to go check and add new members. And oh, you have to actually do that? Yeah, yeah, and I forget that. So they do they do build up, and then I'll go back, and it'll be like six or seven people, and it doesn't say how long they've been waiting, but it it, it you know could have been months. Scoots. Oh boy. And then I they get it. They get in, and it's pretty underwhelming of a group. You know, again, like it, it, it it's just maybe like a tweet a day, a couple tweets a day, if that. So it's like it's it's a pretty quiet group. So they they wait months to get in, and then I think they get in, and they're like, oh, <laughs> been waiting on this the whole time. Yeah. So- Usually it's just when I don't want to like have annoying people all on my mentions on a tweet, I'll just go put it over in the Kentucky roll call group. Sure. Makes sense. Always a good time. I, I like that about Twitter that you can post to the communities and it doesn't go to normal Twitter. That's that's one of my favorite things about it. Yeah. It's uh there there are some nice parts. Maybe we should use it more often. Get people to come on in. Uh all right, let's what else are we one more text. One more text. Okay. Let's see here. That lap dance text was fun. Was she? <sighs> I don't understand your hesitation for these. I don't get the text. I just don't understand the text, Scooch. <laughs> so if you don't understand it, you can't read it. That that's a, that's I think a safe protocol to have in the radio business. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess you really never know what. Do you what's get what's going? Do you get what's no, going on with these texts? No, not at all. Okay, I, just, so, I think it's just hilarious your hesitation to read them. Another texter says, "Prayers for Nick." <laughs> Could be a Fer- Ferris Bueller situation. Could be serious with Roush. You just you're you're not a hundred percent sure. All right. What's well, everybody what going on this weekend. What do I have going on this weekend? I've got a dinner tonight, and. Tomorrow, uh, I gosh, I really hope I'm going to be able to watch the basketball tournament tonight, but I've got a feeling that I won't be able to, and that's okay. But tomorrow, semifinals, I'm definitely watching. That's like going to be my Saturday night plans, Scoots. Okay. I'll, what do you got, uh, what do you got going on? As well. So I am I'm trying to figure out what I want to do today. I really would love to golf, but it is just far too wet outside. And then tomorrow, I'm going to the lake for only like the third time this summer, so – Pretty, pretty excited about that. That is exciting. Well, that's going to be, what are you going to do with the lake? Uh, probably drink entirely too much beer. Wow. And no, and no water, if I had to guess. Yeah. That's scooch. Well, you be, you be careful, buddy. Uh, I would also not mind maybe getting out there today, but the courses probably are going to be a little wet. No, no soft, roll. Soft greens, easy to land. Yeah, but I need some roll on my drives, and that's just not going to happen on a day like today. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, you'd be you'd be fine buddy well maybe uh maybe we'll 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 chat see if there's anything there everybody have a great friday be safe 
we will be back on Monday. Hopefully, it'll be August then. That's exciting. Roush should be back. Intern Jacob, who knows? This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush. TJ and Justin. T and Jacob.